Hi guys, welcome back to Living Tacky. This is Shay, I'm an oncology nurse. And this is Kat, I'm a labor and delivery nurse. Today we are doing our 10th episode, really exciting for us, and we are going to start our guest series. But first we just want to do our usual thing and start with updates. Kat, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, What's new with me? I am going on a trip to Colorado this weekend, which I'm very excited for. Oh my gosh, I didn't know this. Yes, Dana and I are going to visit our friend Caroline, who has been in Colorado with our other friend Kaylee, who moved when we were in eighth grade. Um, And Caroline has been living with Kaylee, doing her co-op for physical therapy. She's getting her DPT, her doctorate of physical therapy. Um, so she, I think this is her third co-op, right? I think so. Oh, I gave away our our guest. My bad. All right. Well, if you didn't know, Dana's (laughs) here back and ready for more, but we'll we'll I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Go ahead, Kat. So we're going to Denver. We're very excited. It's going to be 11 degrees. Um, (laughs) hopefully we see some mountain lions or something. And just a quick three-day trip, benefits of nursing schedules, Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, that's really it for me. I'm, I luckily made some switches for Thanksgiving, so I'm excited to see my family next week for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's I, probably good. I know. I originally wasn't going to see them, which was very sad. Um, so now I have Thanksgiving and the two days after off. Um, and honestly, a lot of just kind of catching up with school. This semester has been very weird. I feel like I'm not in school, but I am. Um, so it's kind of like a balancing act with that. Um, I'm fiz- finishing up my residency program today. I was at the food bank or something like, yep. yeah, the food bank. Um, so just a lot of kind of like tying things off. I feel like it's really the holiday season. I'm like wrapping up the year, getting it gone and moving on. Um, but that's You're really good. With the first semester of um, DNP school. That's crazy. I know. It is crazy. What about you, Shaysky? Um, Let's see. Okay. Well, I'm in, I'm actually, I think last time we recorded, I was still in New York. Yeah, you were about to move. Yeah, I am in Texas now. Um, That has been so nice and just getting to see my family and being with them and it's been so good. Wait, Um, I have a question. What is it like not having to buy your own groceries? It's really nice. I got (laughs) it. But it's going to be short lived because I'm moving out soon. So, okay. It's just a little, little treat. A little treat. Um, I, I got a car. I've been doing a lot of things. Um, but I just got back this past weekend from is one of my sister's 21st birthdays. So she goes to Auburn and me and my other sister went to visit her and it was so much fun. I just got back on Sunday. Um, oh my gosh. And then today Uh-oh. I got Taylor Swift tickets for Mark. No, you did it! <laughs> so excited. Trying. How did you, you start with that? I don't know. I, I, I knew I didn't want to tell you ahead of time because I wanted to see your reaction. <gasps> um, I'm so sad. I'm so excited, but <laughs> sorry, that was mean. Because <laughs> you guys, what were you on? Ticketmaster crashed. Uh, Mary was on SeatGeek. And How she waited so were they? long. If you don't mind me asking. Um, we are sitting in the nosebleeds. 
And um, they were like one thirty each, like with the fees and everything. Texas. We should go to Texas. We should go to Texas. Yeah, you want to come? You know, yeah, like, we should go and stay with her. Ours are five hundred and eighty dollars. No, for like the nosebleeds, it's eight hundred almost. Seven hundred yeah. something. Wow. My sister got five hundred and eighty dollars. Seriously, maybe it's March thirty first. Maybe you should try in the regular sale to just. Yeah. Be that's what we we're planning on getting them. It's just like Not waiting now. a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, so anyway. That was really exciting for me. I didn't. I didn't really have a lot of faith that we were going to get them because. Me, Mary, and Alexis all tried to register for the presale, and only okay. we got it. And she was at work, so we were like stressed that she wasn't gonna be able to do it. Um, so she left work for a little bit, and then <laughs> my friend got selected for the presale. And I don't know what happened, but she said it. She was she had a bad time and didn't get them. Yeah, a lot of people who even got it still didn't. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't working well. I didn't understand the process. It's so. been kind of crazy to watch people like go nuts. It's giving me flashbacks to Justin Bieber in like seventh grade. Yeah. But anyway. I'm so excited though. I really thought like, you know, we'll try, but there's kind of no shot that it's going to work. That's out. so exciting. So I'm pretty excited about that. And my last question for you is how long have you been off of work and how long do you have until you start work again? Okay. Because that's. Amazing. Okay. I stopped at the end of October and I'm starting in two weeks. Mm. That's a good break. Yeah. I moved it around a little bit because I wanted a little bit of a break. So do you feel ready to go back or are you like, I could use a few more weeks? <laughs> in some ways it's so nice. It's but it kind of feels like um Back to being in college where you just yeah. go like home on a break and you don't really have anything to do. But then in other ways, I'm like, I do really miss getting paid. I was going to say you miss the pay- the paycheck. Yeah. And I miss like, I really like my job. So I miss going. Right. The, couple, the, the first week off was nice. And I think I could have maybe done with like two weeks and just started. Right. Um, now I'm kind of like just with a big move back. though, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I still have to go back and like move my stuff out still. And so... It's going to be an ordeal. I love it. Well, that was kind of a fun update. It was all fun. Yeah, we've never done them. Usually Kat and I do them ahead of time. We talk for like two hours and then we're like, why didn't we? I like it live. I was very shocked. Um, Okay, so this is the first episode of our guest series, which is very exciting. We're going to be covering like different specialties of nursing, different guest stars where we have one in the works who's famous. Um... (laughs) once that's (laughs) solidified we'll let you guys know all our listeners all our 25 listeners um but today fans (laughs) today we have are lining up for our pre-sale yeah honestly we know (laughs) today we have dana our special surprise guest so dana's gonna introduce herself so that you know her voice compared to ours and then we're gonna interview her and get to know about her specialty Take it away, Dana. (laughs) I am Dana. (laughs) Um, I work in the um, cardiac unit. (laughs) She doesn't know. No, I know what I I work. We specialize in aortic valve repairs. Um, I'm sorry, replacements. My God, repairs. Replacements. Um, Dana's a little nervous, I think. A little nervous. No. (laughs) For the fans. Yeah. All my fans. Um, They're going to come listen. Even my assistant manager texted me saying she wants to come guest star. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, And we have uh, like a step down as well. So 
I kind of did telly the post cardiac surgeries and then some step down patients. So it's a mix. It's kind of weird. But. What would you say the acuity is of your patients? Like, first of all, one of our questions for you was walk us through your day in the life. Like when you go to work, what do you do? Pick like, yeah. So that people can understand, like, sometimes I think, especially when you're nursing school, still mm-hmm. people like, Oh, cardiac yeah. I, I honestly sense. didn't understand it either until I got there until you start working as a nurse. Even when I was working as an assistant, like, I didn't really pick up on the higher day goes either. Um, so I get like to go in a little earlier, just like look up my patients. Um, I know for cat, she'll have like one or two patients. So, I mean, I, they have to look up more in depth, but for me, I'll have four probably patients and, or I'll start with less and then get an admission or something. Um, so I have, I'll have four, sometimes five for short, and then I look them up um, and then we get handoff report. Um, depends if they're on like critical drips or something. You have to go in the room and check the drips and then sign off on them. Um, and then I'll – so it depends on who, if they got surgery or not as well. So if they got the uh, valve repair – I mean, oh my God, I keep saying repair. Replacement. It means replacement. If you <laughs> I mean <repair>. replacement. <laughs> Insert it with yeah. replacement. It's a taver. Yeah. <laughs> um, so – they go through their groin arteries. So you have to check their groins. It's like a whole thing. Because if they can start bleeding, then they can bleed out, have a hematoma or something like that. So we do that um, when they when they come out fresh from their replacement. It's like flat, so you have to monitor that. Um, and then if they have drips, you have to like monitor the telemetry as well, which is – what like in our nurse's station, so we have to watch it when it alarms. And if it'll start alarming, if your patient's heart rate's too high, too low, whatever, you have to um, adjust medications, titrating. Um, that's like a nurse's scope of practice for certain medications. It has like parameters on if you go up by 1.5 or 2 or whatever medication it is. Um, and then you have your med pass. So it starts at 9 for us and you med- do med pass. And um, then we have rounds with the doctors. We'll round with them. And are those like the surgeons who are coming to see them? Surgeons post-op? come to see them post up, but most of the time they're in surgery, so they'll come like later in the day. But it's, we have like a we have the specialists come mostly in the morning. So cardiologists will come in the morning. Um, we have a valve team who sits on the floor. The cardiothoracic. Uh, I was surgery. just gonna say their whole team probably. Yeah, the cardiothoracic it. surgery team sits on the floor. So we have like NPs and PAs that sit on the floor. And then the surgeons like work with them. Um, and then we have a floor doctor who also sits on the floor. Like she's kind of like the hospitalist that we call it. Um, so we do rounds with them. And if you need anything during the day or there's like a situation, they come and you contact them, you go up to them, you talk to them. Um, but mostly it's just, you know, if the patient needs to be transported somewhere, you got to fix the meds, you got to chart. So what are the most common meds that you see? Like you're talking about like titration. Um, We have cardizem drips. Uh, Cardizem scares me. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't know how to, if you've never done it, I had to do it once on a patient that was so severely tacky. Yeah. We did this drip. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I I I asked a bunch of people. It ended up being fine, but I was like, they need to go to the telemetry floor ASAP. Yeah. (laughs) You need to be like, honestly, like mostly my floor does it. So, yeah, that's um, usually how they can, their blood pressure can tank from it. 
even if like you're trying to bring the heart rate down, but they can tank from their blood pressure too. Um, so sometimes like they can be on a cardine drip if their blood pressure is too high. So that brings the blood pressure down. Um, we can't push IV mertopolol, but sometimes we have like behind the bags. So that's like a slow drip. Um, or we have like some pressors sometimes when the patient comes up from surgery, if they're like pressure is low from the anesthesia and everything, but we can only take up to one. So if they need to have two pressors, they need to leave the floor. Where do they go? The CCU or CVICU. Okay. So how do you find, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> really deferring from our outline, but That's okay. I'm realizing how little I know about Dana's shop. how how do you find the transfer from unit to unit like when you have I mean I guess it's hospital dependent but I feel like being on a cardiac unit the transfer would be much smoother to like CVI cardiac to cardiac you know yeah I mean it's pretty so my manager actually manages CCU and our floor so it's like she's in contact with them already like the residents there and she's like we're coming so it's not that it's nice that is nice um, so but it doesn't take a like, while. When you have that patient that needs to be up, we call upgraded to ICU, you have to like stay with them. Yeah. So you're kind of neglecting your other patients. But That's hard. Yeah. I hate that. So like, te- yeah, because technically you can't leave them alone. They're ICU level. Yeah. Um, and that happened, believe it or not, it happens often. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Was that what you wanted to do or how to? I did not want to do cardiac at all. I thought it was boring. So I did not want to do this uh, at all. I honestly thought it was so boring and weird. And like, I was like, I really want to do labor and delivery actually for the longest time. That's what I wanted to do. And then I, between my junior year of college and senior year of college, I wanted to do the nursing externship. So it's like a paid internship and you get eight weeks or 12 weeks on the floor with one nurse uh, paid. So when I interviewed for this, they only had the CCU, the cardiac um, care unit left oh. or orthopedics. I was like, I don't want to be orthopedics. Thank you. <laughs> Count me <laughs> so out. I was like, you know, that'll be kind of cool. I never even thought about ICU. I never thought about anything like that of sorts. So I did that. Um, and I got there and I was like sh- in shock. I had no idea what they're talking about. I had, I questioned everything. I thought I was like, well, am I even going to be a nurse anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what is this A-line? What is this med? What's going on? <laughs> so um, I then grew to love it. And I grew to love the ICU as well. I was such good, like, adrenaline rush every day. You, don't, you, you walk in, you don't know what you're doing. It's not the same every day. It's something new. And then you get to see the patients in their time of need and – and I feel like it's also like they're so touchy, like the cardiac patients, because the heart like surrounds everything in the body. You think yeah. I think of the heart and I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> I had no idea about the heart either. Like my teacher for when I was in the CCU, like the nurse I was following, she was the best. She taught me everything I know. That was what I was going to ask you, your externship. That is what taught me everything. She went That's over so nice. codes, meds. The, and that was hard. The contractility, the heart, everything. That was hard for you to like schedule into your life. Right? Oh my god, yeah. That's but I started. It was worth it. I started nights on that too, and I was like, "Whoa!" In the summer, because I was still in oh, college. Wow. I so was I like was, going to the beach every day, and Dana was like literally we were, sleeping. We were like nineteen and twenty, and yes. she was doing night shift. I'm doing night shift, sleeping, and watching my friends go to the beach. But now you know it, it was worth it, and like you had so many cool experiences. I did. I'm sure when you started, then you. I'm. Sh- 
obviously there are new things and stuff and being the actual nurse is so different than being the nursing student. Oh yeah. But compared to other people who had never stepped foot in that setting, mm-hmm. I'm sure you felt so much more comfortable and just like, Oh yeah. It's like a head in the game. Right. It was. It's just a little bit of better, better of a learning curve. Um. Oh, so um, just on the same topic of like what I think is so confusing about cardiac patients and I granted, like I never really encounter them very often um, is telemetry. Like I, I feel like cat in school for us, it was kind of just glossed over and I, to this day, still don't really get it. And I never have to read them. So it has never been a problem, but like if, when I do see them on occasion, I'm like, Oh, I really don't understand that. Like, was that hard to learn? Did it take you a long time? Is that something you learned in your externship or what? Um, yeah, in school, I agree. Like they don't teach you much, but actually in my program, we were kind of lucky we had it on like multiple of our exams. So I kind of did study them pretty well, but before taking that class, I did have my externship and my, my preceptor there did teach me the, um, valve replacement patients. They have, um, a tendency to go into heart blocks. So you kind of have to be more mm, diligent, so you know those things. diligent about go, like looking at the, the gaps and the, the waves and stuff like that the, and measuring the, I don't even know what the word is. The intervals. So, oh, it's, yeah, intervals. <laughs> you, you really, it's just kind of one of those things that like the more you do it, you yeah. And like, like, and sometimes like, like I see, oh my, oh, I see it. That's AFib or I see it. I like, yeah. oh, that looks slow. And then you know, you, if then it looks you look wrong, at, yeah. you're just like, yeah, yeah. I know. I, taste I, by taste. I only you know, know if it looks what's really wrong. wrong. If it looks really wrong, I'm like, okay, something's not right here. But unless it's like really wrong, I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Like, like a I heart mean, block, I forget, I forget. The I can, like, yeah. I know the difference is like the heart blocks, but like, if you told me like a left bundle branch block and a right yeah. bundle branch block, I'm not going to be able to tell you. That's for the cardiologist which one. Yeah. <laughs> or the EKG technician yeah. or whatever the heck they are. Um, okay. If you weren't a cardiac nurse, these are the last two fun questions. Oh gosh. If you weren't a cardiac nurse. Then you can kind of take it away. In your oh, other wow. life, what kind of nursing would you do? Um, and, and why, like, for what reason do you think? Like, is there anything in the hospital you, when you were walking around or leaving, you're like, Oh, that's kind of a cool, like, Laura, I'd want to do that. I wanted to be a CCU nurse, but I did not get that opportunity. If you got it, would you take it? Yes. I, that's my, my new, my plan to, I love that. To that was, that's the but next question. That's the next if question. I get, if I could take anything of like every single thing away from what I want to do with that, going back to school and everything, I would be a picky nurse. Interesting. Yes. Why? I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like is I would the thrive is there. The patient population? Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think I would like it. No, like if you were going to go back to when you first started this job, right? If you were going to give advice to yourself or other people who who are just starting as nurses, like what what advice would do you wish you either knew or what would you tell people? Oof, I don't even know. Either uh, into your specific specialty or just in general. I feel like in general. It's like a scare when you start. It's scary because it's it's not nothing in school that you learned. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, you learn all the like the factual the, things, yeah, but the it's tempo of the day, different. how yeah. and like also day shift night night shift is different. Like if you start on days, you're going to be overwhelmed, and which you probably will start on days, so you learn things better. But it's really overwhelming, and when seven million things come at you at once, and not having a panic attack. <laughs> that's key <laughs> just yeah. prioritizing prioritizing your time during the day and like I, I ha- I've learned to like stop 
worrying. I'm like, okay, I can't get to this and this and this in five minutes. You got to can't worry about it because then you're not going to get into anything if you just keep right. sit there and worry about yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you got to know what you can spend your time on and what you what you can come back to yes. later. Yeah. Exactly, not, like, which deal. only comes with time. Yeah. But I think you like reminding yourself when you first start that it's okay to be overwhelmed because I know like that was the hardest thing, I think, because you feel like you have to have it all together and you're just simply not going to. Right. Okay. So now it's okay. Just think on your toes. I don't know what story. I'm going to ask Dana if she can share a patient story with us, something that she did as a nurse, maybe like had to titrate meds in an emergency. Maybe this was a code. Maybe this was something that went well. Maybe it was something that went really poorly something that she would want to share with a nurse who is thinking about cardiac nursing. And this is like one of the reasons why she wants to stay where she is. If that makes sense to you. It does make sense, but I'm, that I'm trying sense to because think it didn't of a scenario. No, it did, but I just, okay, good. I personally am not saved at the minute. No, it's okay. It doesn't have to be like your, Oh, actually I have, a, I do have a story. There um, we go. It was literally my first week off of orientation by myself, day shift, and this patient came in, like not a typical um, cardiac patient, uh, but I think he had a history of AFib or something like that, but he had to come in for constant bladder irrigation, and I had no idea what that was. Can you explain what it is for the newbies here? So he was having clots in his urine and it was blocking them from like him from urinating. So they have like a full and indwelling Foley that goes into your your urethra to help you urinate. And then there's water pouring in as well to like irrigate the whole thing. And then also pours out. It has three ports, right? Yeah. So we call it a three-way Foley. Side story was the doctor screamed at me to put it in when we don't put them in. So (laughs) that also scarred me as a new nurse, but I got over it. Made me tougher. Um, and then, so we had it, the, the Foley in. And then when you, you have to titrate it, like the water pressure going in, because <clears throat> you can let it go in if they're having a lot of clots. But then as time goes on, you don't want it in there the whole time. So you want to shut it off. So I'm shutting it off and shutting it off like little by little. And the patient like clots off. And then in that area is the vagus nerve as well. So once it starts pressing, because oh, he, he wasn't peeing, so it was like pressing on it because it was clotted off. So he started to vagal, we call it. Syncopal events. Yeah, and his blood pressure started um, tanking. He was sweating. He was seeing, not seeing anything and hearing anything. So as a new nurse I was, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> So, because the first time um, you see even just a single, I know I'm like, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm like, help. So then I call people in to help. And then, good job, Dana. I knew resources. (laughs) Oh, and then his um, heart rate was was dropping as well. So we bring you the resources and then we figure it out. And we're irrigating the fully, we give him a bolus of fluids. Um, Did the clot pass? Yeah. So you have to like pull it off and like, literally pull the clots out like with a syringe yeah so my assistant manager and I are pulling them out with a syringe whatever and um i remember that patient like i had him a couple days later too and he was like he was like you're the best whatever <clears throat> you saved me and i haven't had someone like be thankful 
I mean, not that we saved him, saved him, but it wasn't, it was an event that could have went south. Yeah. If I wasn't in the room or, you know, said, oh, you're fine. Yeah. Or didn't, you know, bring it up to my, like my leadership's attention. So, and I haven't had like many of those experiences. So (laughs) it's nice to have that. It is nice to have that. First of all, for the patient appreciation, that's Mm -hmm. like always nice. But even more than that, it's like those experiences, like you feeling that for the first time and knowing, oh my God, if something similar to that happens again, you're going to know exactly what to do. Right. It's just so empowering to know that that, like you're building that experience where you're going to be able to help someone else. Mm -hmm. And like, it just builds, everything builds upon each other. And knowing then like, it's like, I do need somebody else. It's okay for me to ask for somebody else. I think a lot of people like don't get nervous to ask for help and like, you should just never be like that. You know, if you even think you need help, you should ask somebody. Right. Agreed. We ask for help all the time at work. So I guess the moral of the story is that Dana loves the heart. The heart pumps the body and that's about all Kat and I know about it. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just and like ST how elevations are bad. Yes. Real bad. <laughs> I just like how everything in the body really revolves around the heart. And when you understand the heart, you kind of understand a lot of other things too. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh, that's what's cool about it to me. Go Dana, go. Well, thanks Dana for being our first guest. You're welcome. Kind of our second because you were already Thanks on for having me on. <laughs> You're welcome. The fans were asking for you. Okay, Shay. All right, well, we're going to be back with more guest episodes and just some new things. So, hope you guys enjoyed the first one, and we'll see you soon. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.